Hey, what's going on? I'm Leo Villegas, and I'll be bringing you some of the best business ideas so that you can learn, grow, and become the entrepreneur that you've always wanted to be. But before we get started, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you can stay up to date on my new weekly episodes. This is Season 1, Episode 3 of the podcast called How to Build Better Habits, based on Atomic Habits by James Clear. In the last episode, we talked about the role that identity plays in shaping your habits and vice versa. Your habits can also shape your identity. Once you understand what your identity is and you start to shift your mentality in the right direction, that's when you can start implementing the 1% rule every single day. And now that we have that understanding, I want to talk about how you can build better habits, more effective habits by using tendencies that we all have in our brains. It's such an important topic that I wanted to dedicate this entire episode to talking about it. So, without further ado, welcome to Biz Dynamica. When you think about it, our brains are really incredible because they can learn and adapt to almost anything that you throw at it. Your brain can adapt and learn complex problem solving like math or or learn a new language if you expose yourself enough to it. And in time, you'll get to a point that your brain doesn't need to work as hard to remember the formulas or words that you've learned as it learns to adapt, right? And, And the key point here is adaptability. It's incredible how adaptable our brain is to to doing things that make our lives easier, which is what helps people adapt to their careers and make them successful too. But as with all great things that we talk about here, this is like a double-edged sword too because it can also hurt you in that if you're not careful, the brain learns to adapt to your environment to try to make your life easier, but in a bad way, in a way that you don't want. So for example, like I'm sure you notice that most of the time our our brain doesn't like to do hard things, even if it's good for us, like working on creating a business, for example, right? We'd much rather stay nice and warm in our bed than get up at four or five in the morning before we go to work to work on our business idea, right? Like I'm sure you're probably just cringing thinking about it. I know I am, especially when it's cold outside. <laughs> the last thing I want to do is get up out of bed when it's freezing cold to to work on something, you know, like I just want to stay in bed. So your brain wants to feel nice and safe, you know, as it, it's like a defense mechanism to preserve its own survival. So if you wanted to start waking up at 5 a.m. to work on a business, then your brain might try to protect itself by creating a habit of pressing the snooze button on that alarm until you just fall asleep again. And I'm sure you know at least one person, or it might even be you, that that needs to turn on multiple alarms because they've gotten in the habit of pressing that snooze button and then going back to sleep after. Uh, I'm going to be honest, I do that myself sometimes. And um, and, and this is just one small example of, of your brain making it feel better about itself, even if it's to your own detriment. And it's ironic how that happens, isn't it? Like you would think that your brain is trying to help you out, but really it's it's just hurting you. And 
it's just the reason why it happens is that it's constantly thinking of ways to adapt to changes in your life by making it feel better about itself. And just like everyone does at some point in their life, I fell into this trap myself. When I, when I got started creating the podcast and the website, there was times where I felt clueless. I had no idea what to do. And then I started to doubt whether I could actually make this happen because it was just overwhelming, like all the information that you have to remember. And I started feeling like I wasn't enough. It hurt. It hurt to feel that because, you know, I think we all want to feel like we're competent people, right? And when you run into situations that make you feel incompetent, it it's frustrating. You don't want to feel that way. And and I was feeling that way. And I was trying to find a way to, to make myself feel better. So what I would do is that I would, whenever I felt like that, whenever I felt like I was incompetent and, and I couldn't do anything and, and I couldn't make any progress with this podcast and this website, I noticed that I would go, I would tell myself, oh, you know, I should take a break and relax for a little bit. And what I would always do is I would turn on the video game. And I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but I love playing a game called Sid Meier's Civilization. It's like a strategy game. It's, one, it's probably my favorite game at the moment. And that game, I love it because it makes me feel like um, it, it validates my my competence. I, I feel like I'm a, um, a very competent leader and, and I can do a lot and I can run an entire empire and, and make it to how I want it to be, what my vision is. It's something that I can control, right? But then when I go back to reality, when I, when I work on the podcast and the website, I feel like it's something that's out of my control. And that part frustrates me. It frustrates me that I, that I wasn't at that level like I was in the game. So it made me feel good inside when I would play the game. It made me feel like I was competent and it, it, it would validate that. So I got into a habit of playing the game more than working on my podcast. And, and there's nothing wrong with with taking breaks and if you want to play video games, cool for a little bit, right? But I, it was starting to become a bad habit of playing more than I should so I can feel good about myself. And that's where the bad habit started here because, yeah, just I was just wasting time playing video games instead of working on this podcast and getting better at it. So I knew that something had to change here. I needed to, to change this bad habit that I have of making myself feel better with video games, but I didn't know how to do that. And it doesn't have to be just video games either. I use video games because that's what was happening in my life. But I know other people that when they're feeling down and they're feeling like they're not competent, they'll watch a, a drama show. They'll watch the Kardashians or whatever to make them feel better about themselves because they'll say, at least I'm not that person, right? And it makes them feel better. And they get into the habit of watching those shows instead of working on their business. And this is when I started to think like, okay, our brain here is using a tendency of making ourselves feel better. So it's, it's starting to create a habit around that to make our, to protect ourselves. So I started to think that how can we use those same tendencies to create better habits instead of giving into those bad habits? And then that's when I remembered in Atomic Habits that the, the author talking about the four step process that our brain uses to, to create habits. The four steps here are the cue, the craving, a response, and the reward. Now, if we're smart enough, we can use these four steps to start making positive habits 
while avoiding the bad ones. But first, we need to break down each one so that we understand how it works, starting with the cue. The cue is, is triggered like when your brain starts to find any kind of reward that's often like very primitive in our nature, right? It's like, it's like a deeply embedded desire that we have since the, be the very beginning of our times. There are things like, I'm talking about things like, like sex, food, uh, a sense of belonging and stuff like that. And anytime your brain sees or thinks about one of these rewards, a cue is triggered. It's, it's triggered to help you obtain that reward. It's something that we all want. Once that cue is triggered, your brain will need to motivate you to take action to obtain that reward, right? So, so you'll start craving that. Whatever that reward is, you'll start craving it, which is the second step in the, in the process. And it's the, the thing that's, that starts after you're provoked with the cue. And the third step that you'll feel is that you'll feel compelled to do, like to provide a response to get that. You'll feel that compulsion, like I want that, right? And then, and then the fourth step, the final step is that, is the reward. It's the part that we all love. It's like, it's why people that have a problem eating sweets, like when they finally get that, that cupcake or that cake or whatever, they feel that reward, that dopamine rush in their head. And that's what we all crave, right? That's what we want. But it, you see how it all starts. It's like a four-step process that just goes in order. It starts with the cue, then the craving, and then the response, and finally the reward. And with that last step, the habit loop has completed. And that's what was happening with me with video games. Every time I felt stress about not being able to create the podcast or I felt incompetent, that was like the cue for me. And then I started to crave feeling better about myself. So then that's when I would start thinking about video games because I knew that video games make me feel good about myself. And then the response was actually starting the video game, starting to play and, and starting to feel better about myself, starting to feel like I'm more competent. And that's when the reward comes. The reward comes when I started to feel better about myself. And that's how a habit loop starts. But in this case, it's a bad habit loop. So we want to, we want to use those same, that same process, those same four steps to create a positive habit loop that can help you achieve anything that you want. To get started creating a positive habit loop, you're going to need a cue to trigger that loop. So this is going to vary depending on what your motivations are for starting a business in the first place. I don't know what you want, but maybe you want to start a business to provide your family with a better life. I think that's pretty popular, pretty common reason why people get into it. And at the base, this is a primal desire because you want to earn enough money so that you can afford things like food, water, and you can even form good relationships with, with new people, right? And this could be a hard step for you too because you're going to have to dig deep down beyond what your superficial desires are to find out what it is that you truly want from a primal perspective. For example, wanting to make a million dollars is not enough. You need to dig deeper than that. Why do you want to make the million dollars? So you need to think of whatever award you're looking to get out of starting a business in the first place as your cue. And once you figure that out, it's important to create an environment to help start the loop for awards that you can't physically have until you've earned them in the future. This is exactly why you hear so many people talking about visualization as a morning routine. What you're trying to do here is trigger the loop to start by creating a cue in your mind, even if it's not physically right in front of you. Like when you, when you visualize yourself owning a, a beautiful house and taking your family on trips to different places of the world, 
it serves as an effective cue to trigger the second step of the loop, which is craving. And that craving you get to obtain those things in your family will inevitably cause you to to trigger a response, right? It'll want to make you take action by working on a business idea that can help you reach that reward. And I know that when you're first starting out, you won't get the reward of jumping into a real tangible Ferrari after a hard day's work, but you'll get the reward of knowing that you're one step closer to making your dream life that you visualized into a reality. But this is where discipline comes into play. It's important here because at this beginning point in your journey, you won't see any tangible results as you're trying to pull yourself out of that hole that you've been in your whole life. So you need to have that discipline of self-control and not letting yourself give up, even if you don't get any instant rewards from it. It's true that all, all the great things in life have delayed gratification, but they're also the hardest ones to obtain because so many people want everything right now. People don't want to have the discipline to create a habit loop that will take time to 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 craft and to perfect but it could take them to places that they never imagined that were possible for example if someone told you that they'll give you a ferrari for one day's work the vast majority of people will take that option over working for years to make enough money to earn themselves a ferrari this is because people want instant gratification but what you'll quickly learn is that even something as cool as an exotic car will quickly become bland if it were given to you so easily. If you didn't have to work for it, right? And that's why I say that it's much harder, but also much better to put in the time to create a habit loop that will help you earn that Ferrari through blood, sweat, and tears. And trust me, you'll enjoy that car a hell of a lot more when you think about all the things that you had to go through just to get it instead of someone just giving it to you after one hard day's work. So once I was able to get a good grasp on the habit loop, I was able to see just how easily bad habits were creeping into my daily routine, causing me to, to procrastinate on things that, that I cared about the most. And it, it was there that I decided whether I wanted to stay within that comfortable world of, of my video games where I can easily control the outcome or dive into like the unknown world of, of creating content. Now it was easy to decide which one was better for me, but the real decision was to decide whether I was ready for the trials and the tribulations that my decision would bring me. And I decided to just go for it and, and forget about using video games to distract me from creating content. And at first, it was hard to resist that cue that I had developed every time I felt like I wasn't enough. Every time I felt like my content wasn't great, I, I felt like I wanted to assure myself by playing video games. But now I was aware of what was happening. So I was able to resist that temptation. And now with this awareness that I have, I was able to focus on creating positive habit loops that built on themselves. And at the end of the day, that momentum is where all the hard work that you need to put in lies. But it's important to remember here that persistency to change your bad habits is key here because that is when you'll be able to overcome any bad habit. And this is important to remember because I've heard so many different ranges of days that it supposedly takes to get rid of a habit. But just to give you an idea, it took me about a month of persistent work to get to the point when I didn't get that cue to play video games anymore. And who knows, it might take you longer or less time than that, but eventually it will subside and something else will take its place. And you know, one of the best things about this whole realization is that it helped me notice that other parts of my life where I can constantly fall back into a negative habit loop. 
For example, it helped me see my bad eating habits and, and when exactly they're triggered. And then I've been able to create a habit of working out after work a lot more than I used to. And whether you realize it or not, all these things have an impact on whatever business idea you're looking to start because if you're not in great physical and mental health, then your performance will suffer. And it's difficult to hustle when you're really out of shape and have a bad habit of eating crap food every day, right? <laughs> so for me, it made a huge difference applying this concept to my everyday life, not just in creating this podcast. Now it's your turn to reflect and ask yourself, what habit loops are making me procrastinate from creating the business that I've always wanted to create? And once you figure that out, I want to help you create better habits. So I'm going to be uploading all of my podcast episodes, future YouTube videos, and future exclusive content onto bizdynamica.com. And if you subscribe for free on the website, I'll send you updates once every two weeks on new content on all of my platforms and discounts on my future exclusive content when I get that up and running. And if you really want to create that change in your business, then subscribing for free to bizdynamica.com is going to help you grow in ways that you never thought possible. And I won't charge you a dime for it. And also I'll put a link down in the description below for my Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram if you want to connect through there. But that's all I got for you today. Thank you for listening and I'll see you in the next episode.